0: You are listening to The 945 Show on WFNULP 94.1 FM and podcasted everywhere. Local music from the Twin Cities.
1: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to WFNULP 94.1 FM in St. Paul. We are Frogtown Community Radio. This is the 945 show. I'm your host, Mike Rez. Bridge Sky is not with us this morning, but Bridge will be back next week. We've had a busy couple of weeks. We had uh, our little talent show uh, last week at the um, Como Park uh, pavilions. We had... Uh, twin citizen out there. Samantha Grimes was there. It was a day of recovery, and we'll have Bridge um, talk to us about that next week and tell us how that went. She was able to pull that together uh, really well with a lot of help from a lot of friends, Um, but it was a success. So we are grateful uh, to have had that time with everybody. Uh, Today, we have a great show lined up. Our guest today, is a singer-songwriter, an award-winning author. She plays guitar, is a mother, a cancer survivor, lots of other things. Everyone, please welcome Katie Tessman to the show. Good morning, Katie.
0: Good morning, Mike. How are you? I am
1: great, thanks for asking. Good. I think I got everything in that introduction, but why don't you fill in some blanks if I missed anything um, (laughs) and tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Yeah, um... I have been writing songs uh, the majority of my life. I was a performing singer-songwriter for about a decade, and then I became a mom in 2003. And I took a 20-year break, Wow! and now I am back. It's like I found my wings again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And you have uh, an album that's coming out. You have a release show coming up. Uh, And we will talk about that. That's on the 14th. Um, You actually, so this is October 7th. So you have a show tonight um, that you are stopping in to talk to us before. We can't thank you enough for that. I want to hear information on that as well. Uh, But first, I want to tell our listeners that if they want more information on the radio station, please visit WFNU.org. You can find out when your favorite show is being aired how to donate to us, how to become a volunteer. If you're a musician out there and you want to get your songs on the radio, you can also find out how to uh, upload your music that way as well. Um, And uh, you can contact us uh, via email. You can get all that information on our website, wfnu.org. Please download the WFNU app. It's free uh, for Apple and Google. You can get it on your tablet. You can listen to us wherever you have an Internet connection around the world. It works great. I've listened to this radio station in Puerto Rico, so I know it happens well. I've also listened to the radio station in Portland, Maine, Portland, Oregon. So it uh, reaches a lot lot of corners of the world. So technology is a wonderful thing, Katie. I'm sure you understand that as well, being a, yes, yes, a singer-songwriter. Sure your, your music has been played all over the world, whether you know it or not. <laughs> <laughs> right,
2: right. So, it's pretty amazing, yes.
1: Yeah, uh, and you can also download the podcast of this show as well. Everywhere you get your podcasts. We are still holding on in Pakistan. We are around 100 so we peaked at number four.
2: Oh, fantastic.
1: In uh, August, Katie. And that's, uh, we've taken over Peru. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We've taken over the United States and yeah, now yeah. Pakistan. So yeah. we have like 209 countries to go.
0: Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we're slowly picking them off one by one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, maybe I could help with Sweden. Oh,
1: there <laughs> you go. Swedish. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that, that is a. The one thing that we do ask our guests is to help us in your native country, uh, yeah, wherever your family is from. That's the country you're in charge of getting us listened to.
0: It. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll so try. Yes,
1: we have had uh, live listeners in from Brazil. So we've uh, the, before that, the furthest south we've ever reached was Texas. Oh. So we went from Texas to Brazil. Okay.
2: So. I would love to go from Texas to Brazil myself, just physically. That would be much a lot of fun.
1: Right. What about a tour in Brazil? Would you do a tour in Brazil? Absolutely. All right. We'll get that uh, we'll get you hooked up with the bloodline. Okay. And uh, their families from Brazil. Okay. So maybe we can do a a tour that way. That
2: would be really fun.
1: Yeah. Okay. So if uh, the bloodline's listening, we have a tour partner for you.
2: Yes. Ha- have guitar, will travel. <laughs>
1: That's right. They'll show you around. So they have grandparents and family down oh, there. Oh, so, love it. Yeah. So we want to talk about your music, uh, your albums, your books, everything else. Um, you have an album release coming up for your second album. Uh, you said you took a 20-year hiatus. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So you had an album that came out 20 years ago. Yep. And now you have? Your second album. Now coming I have
2: out. my second album. Yeah,
1: it's called Fly. Uh, your album release is October fourteenth at Astor Cafe in Minneapolis. Doors open at seven. Show starts at nine, and uh, you have a couple of special guests as well that include uh, Nikki Lemire and Rain Tribe. Mm-hmm. Rain I, Tribe band is playing. Okay, mm-hmm. who is Rain Tribe? I've never heard of Rain Tribe.
2: Um, if you were around in the n- late '90s, the Minneapolis music scene, you may have heard of the band. It's a, a it's a, a brother duo that has expanded. Um, in the late '90s, it was Michael and Kurt Koppelman's band, and they did an, an album and it got great reviews. And then they moved on to other things. Okay. And but now. Uh, 20 25 years later, they've decided, let's do this again. So they re-recorded one of their um, songs. Michael Koppelman is, um, I met him through the Songwriting Challenge, and he's been writing a bunch of songs. Turns out we are um, Hopkins School's parents. Oh, nice. And he's a neighbor, and he's a very gifted uh, producer. And so I partnered with him to produce my album.
1: It's, it's all it's all in who you know really right <laughs> <laughs> so that songwriters group mm-hmm. tell me how you got involved with that because that that is besides um mr french's name being brought up all the time on the yes, show yes. um as somebody that everybody knows mm-hmm. the songwriters group gets brought up too so how did you get involved in the songwriters group and and what has that done Uh, with your, either changed or or heightened your music stylings, your music writing, or uh, how it's influenced your music
2: career? Let's start with the pandemic. Okay. Uh, The year was 2020 and my boys and I were stuck at home together. My younger son, he started um, producing music with people all over the world. Okay. Mostly, mostly the country. He's got uh, contacts in Florida and Seattle and Hawaii and L.A. and New York. And so he started making music. My older son, he was in a band as a percussionist, and he did not want to do distance learning band.
0: Okay. So he
2: came to me and said, Mom, I want to learn how to play your guitar. So that was super cool. I, so I, I taught him the basics, and then he has flown from there, and that's a that's a different story. Um but then I started getting the, the little fire inside me to write some songs. And I wrote about a handful, and it was felt really good. And then January of 2021, I joined the songwriting challenge group on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Now, when you hear Facebook, you think, oh, social media, that might be kind of toxic. This group of people are the most loving and supportive st- group of strangers I have ever come across. then um, during, you know, the 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 months prior to the start of the new year, I had been watching Matthew French and listening to his new songs and Sarah Morris and just falling in love with these brand new baby songs. And admiring the guts it takes to write a brand new song, make a home video of mm-hmm. you playing it live, and then uploading it to the Sh- World Wide Web yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for everybody to criticize. And I, I have a, a background in marketing and communications. And you know, my biggest advice to everybody is do not read the comments.
1: Right. Stay out of the comment section.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Or try to turn them off. Right. (laughs) Uh, Because it's it's an odd thing that humans think that they get to share their opinion, even if it's negative. Well, this Facebook singer-songwriter songwriting challenge group, you want to read the comments because they are all so positive. Everybody that participates listens and shares their positive vibes with you and points out like specific things. This lyric really tugged at my heartstrings or whoa, that chord change is really amazing. So they're very specific or super general. Hey, you made me cry. I wanna hear that from people. Sure. And even um, everybody is welcome to join the challenge. Everybody is welcome to watch the challenge, observe and contribute to comments. Um, it is it is wide open public to the whole world. So folks in Brazil and Pakistan <laughs> and Portland, Maine can all uh, watch and or participate. And I think it was, you know, I know for sure that it was a combination of Matthew French and Sarah Morris. As their fangirl, I just admired what they were doing and I got inspired and wanted to participate. And I did
1: know you had the music background before this group started so jumping back in was it because you had been out of music for so long was that the nerves of oh of, no and, and not wanting to put it out there and you know feeling right maybe a little self in or a little insecure about that
2: it might from when I was in my late 20s and early 30s I was um I performed all over the the state of Minnesota and the region. I did. T- I recorded an album and um, in- released that in 2001. I had two different tours that took me out to Seattle and Portland back and then all the way out to Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan and back. So that's as far east as I went. Okay. <clears throat> but I did all of my own booking and marketing. And then I got pregnant in 2002, and it was completely planned. And um, it- I've always wanted to be a mom. And my firstborn, Lewis, came into the world in 2003, and um, all of my energy went toward being his mom. Then three years later, in 2006, my second son was born, and um, just focusing on raising them uh, was really good, gave me a reason to get up in the morning. I love being a mom. Um, and then 2009. I got the devastating news that I had uh stage 3 breast cancer. And everything really stopped. Even the like early childhood music classes that we went to mm-hmm. and listening to music in the house. It was really a strange thing uh needing to figure out how I was going to live. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um this uh, this October marks my 14th year of being cancer free
1: that's amazing congratulations thank
2: on that. you so october 14th is my album release party at the aster i'm i'm so excited i feel like a phoenix um that i'm just oh you know, i'm kind of coming right back it feels so good and i'm coming back even to that 28 year old woman that i was way back before i was a mom um but the songs I wrote when I was 28 years old are a different sort of quality than they are now. Sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because you've lived life, right? I mean, you've I had have. a lot of... Like, they talk about when, you know, people see headstones, like that dash, you know, what have you done with that dash? Well, there's a lot you've done <laughs> in between there, so... Yeah. So, uh, yeah. you know, your, your influences are going to change, your styles are going to change, the stuff that... You write about is going to change because your life is changing constantly. Yes, constantly.
2: So, and you don't get through life unscathed. That's for sure.
1: Correct. Mm-hmm. Do you find um, writing music is therapeutic to get through some of those tough times and then to celebrate the, the other times that are happy and, and things that, that you want to remember?
2: Yes. Yes. I'm a very optimistic person. I think you can see that. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm very expressive. I, I love to smile. I love to laugh. And um, my parents say that optimism is my superpower. I tend to see the good in things. Um, However, this collection of songs that's on my new album, it's called Fly, the nine songs can be looked at as more of having a melancholy theme. Uh, The process of writing songs does make me happy. And one or two are more about heartwarming topics. But delving deep into things that are tough subjects Mm -hmm. um, is really what's therapeutic for me. And writing about tough subjects, I discovered to be something super important for me to do and share with everybody. And I did that after my um, cancer diagnosis. I was 39 years old. My boys were six and three at the time, and I was looking for a book, for a book. What could I read for, to them, and I couldn't find anything. Mm-hmm. So I ended up finding my own words to explain what was going to happen to Mama, and I wanted to make sure they stayed courageous and optimistic. Sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and that's, it, it, that was the inspiration behind your book, which yes. I have a copy of in front of me. Um, it's called Our Mama is a Beautiful Garden. Um, and you've won some awards I as have. well. Did you set out to become an author or did you think being an author was in the cards for you?
2: Um, communicator. That's definitely part of my identity, being a communicator. Mm-hmm. My um, my degree is in speech communication. Okay. Uh, high school and college, I love singing choirs and performing on stage, mostly musicals. Um, but the, my degree combines my love... For performing as well as my love for communicating and writing and so writing is has always been a big important part of my life I never really thought I would have author (laughs) along my list of titles along with with mama and a singer and songwriter and author,
1: award-winning author on top of it yeah you've got you've got two two foil piece stickers here and then I've got one the uh, Minnesota Women's Press Changemaker um, the Mom's Choice Awards um, and Honoring Excellence. And then I have the Moonbeam Children's Book Award. So congratulations on those as Thank I slam you. it down on the Thank table. You.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Dang, Nevit! Yeah. Thank you so much. Yes, I'm very honored to have received those acknowledgments.
1: Yeah, and uh, it was illustrated by Jessica Bailey. So uh, how did you get connected with Jessica Bailey?
2: Um, when I was. Uh, coming back from all my chemo treatments and my hair was just long enough I could grab onto it and start coloring again. Um, I was invited to be a model as part a, of a photographic exploration of the scars left behind by breast cancer. Okay. And um, it was Jessica Bailey is the stepdaughter of one of the, art, the artists that founded this um photo art project and she had just graduated from college moved back to Minneapolis and I met her and she is just a dear heart and she was really excited about doing the illustrations for my book and she generously donated her talents and um, as a tribute to her grandmothers Mm. and on the dedication page Jessica wrote um, to my grandmother's Um, two of the most beautiful gardens that I know. So my my book, Our Mama is a Beautiful Garden, is written in the voices of my two sons. And they tell the story of what happened to their mama. The big words uh, are used like chemotherapy and reconstruction. And my goal behind the book is that young children can have access to the book. Adults would read it to them. And you can sit down and you could talk to the kids, right. and hear what they're thinking about. Little children are affected by breast cancer all the time, whether it be their mother or their aunt or their grandma or their teacher. And um, it, I'm, I'm comparing cancer to a bad weed in my garden, and. Um, that there could be weed seeds released in my body and the chemotherapy tracks it down and kills it. And um, I talk about radiation and how the right kind of sun makes a garden healthy. Um, and then there's real stuff, like mom is laying in bed a lot and she can only sing a few songs at night. And so it's, it's hard as a family. Um, my parents moved in with us to help run the household. So my book talks about that, about how um, you can have other people in your life be helping you, and not just your mama. There's lots of other people that show you love and want to take care of you.
1: Right. Flipping through this, I mean, yeah, like you said, chemotherapy is in here, I see uh, mastectomy is in here. I mean, just the words that people use when talking about (laughs) cancer. And there are kids, little kids, that are going to hear these words and have questions, and I think that's a great, great way. I I had an aunt who um, had breast cancer, and it was, I mean, I knew the words, but I didn't know anything about the words, you know. So when you're 12, 13, 14, you're doing a lot of research in an encyclopedia because yes. <laughs> there was no Google back then. Right, right. So the research part of it for kids was even different because my mom and dad were off making sure, you know, my cousins were okay, my uncle had what he needed, you know, my my aunt was being taken care of, you know. So, I mean, yeah. there's just a lot of things that go on. Like kids it affects hear. everything. Yeah,
2: kids can pay attention. They they have the best hearing. Correct. So the adults are in the kitchen talking, and the kid is in the living room playing, but they're going to hear. But
1: they're listening. Yeah.
2: Mama yeah. is going to get a fill. What's a fill? It's part of the reconstruction. Oh, okay. Right. Yep. Yeah. So I tried to make the book as accessible as possible.
1: Right. I think that's that's awesome that you did that.
0: Thank you.
1: All right. The time is now ten oh five. You're listening to the nine forty five show on WFNULP. 94.1. I almost forgot our frequency. Ninety four point one. FM Saint Paul. We are Frogtown Community Radio. Uh Katie Testman is in studio. We're talking about Ah, uh, the new album. The album release party, October fourteenth, at Astor Cafe, and we just talked about uh, one of the books um, that Katie wrote. The other one that I have here is Hero. <clears throat> excuse me, Hero Now Crowned. Now, this is a, an illustrated book of your lyrics.
2: Yes. So, in celebration of being a decade-long survivor, I was inspired to write this song, Hero Now Crowned. And as I was writing, it was less of a love song to myself, but more of a love song to all of us who have wow. overcome hardships. So not necessarily a health emergency, but people who have overcome addiction and, um, and conquered depression and anxiety and all of the things that make life hard and what we get through. We're heroes. And so last February, I released this song as a single, and i published the lyric picture book and i commissioned st paul artist bb keith to do the illustrations and um people have just been touched by this song and um, embracing this book it's it's a wonderful thing as an artist to be knowing that i'm i'm reaching people with it right helping them feel that they are being raised up that i can i see them and they are amazing
1: yeah, I think it's it's very unique to have a book written with song lyrics. So, and then you get the the pictures that go along with it, um, which I think is pretty awesome. It's like I said, I've I've never seen something like this before. So, uh-huh, uh-huh. I think that's great. So yeah. And now I've got it to add to my collection. Yes. So
2: my day job, I'm a project manager for new school libraries. Okay. So I build um, book collections for uh, schools. That are um, have brand new buildings all over the country, and one of the things I like to do is write blog articles about the new books that are available sure. to everybody. So October being Breast Cancer Awareness Month, I usually um, write about all of the new books that are available for children that are about tough stuff. And since I've published my book five years ago, there have been more and more books that address cancer and um uh courage, and you know facing the tough stuff right so i'm I'm really pleased that there are more books available to kids, yeah, and teachers and parents and
1: yeah and I mean, it's good there's books that explain it. unfortunately, there's a lot of stuff that can be written about to be explained. You know, yes. that's the, the downside, you know, it's like, it's awesome, you know, there's it's being explained, you know, kids can understand it better, mm-hmm. good to keep that path of communication open. It just is horrible that we have so many things that we could write books about, you know. Right, <laughs>
2: right. But, you know, there are some great um, songs that we, we've loved as children, like uh, Puff the Magic Dragon, mm-hmm. that's now a lyric picture book. And um, this land is your land is a book now, and so there are an, um, there's even some Bob Marley songs that are books. Mm. So uh, I think people who, who love music also love books, and sure. so there's a great way that you could gift a, a song through a book.
1: Right. And I had uh, Mary Strain on a couple weeks ago. She's an author yes. and songwriter. Um, so yeah, it kind of I'm more surprised that I don't have more singer songwriters who are authors. Um,
2: Tim Cheesebro is the author. Yeah, I mean,
1: we can, it just, you would think it would go hand in hand because somebody who's good at writing is just good at writing. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah. Tim wrote a great um, book and uh, workbook about how music heals. Okay. So it's more nonfiction, where Mary Strand's novels are... Fantasy and... and right. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And mine are children's books. <laughs> Picture books.
1: <laughs> I gotta see if I can give you an idea for a children's book. Maybe a, like yes. a children's book on a kid who's just learning how to write songs or something.
2: Ooh. Yeah, I was so. a reluctant reader as a kid. Right. So I, I, I want my my song lyrics and my books to be really accessible.
1: Right. I have a... I'm 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 a reluctant reader. I have always been a reluctant reader. But if... um. I kind of figure like if if the book is kind of like the movies I like I'll stay with it all the way through. Um, The last book I read, well actually I listened to it because audiobooks are cool too. It Um, counts as reading. I'll take it. Yes, it does. I listened to a book uh, about the show Moonlighting. So uh, there's an author who writes books about all these shows from the 80s and the, the behind the scenes stuff and he interviews some of the actors and stuff. So that one is a really good one. Neat. Um I can't remember the name of the the author. I even interviewed him on another podcast. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So but it's cool. Yeah, so he got, you know, the behind the scenes of some of the actors and actresses that were involved with moonlighting So Neat. Yeah. So I mean like TV shows, movies, fits the same. So but yeah, mm-hmm. so I think it's I think it's awesome that uh that you can do both here. So
2: I'd have to say my favorite sitcom is Community because it takes place in a library. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You write a book about that. Yeah, I could. I could.
1: And
0: Breakfast Club? Breakfast Great Club. movie yep. takes place in a library. Pl- yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> For those listening, Breakfast Club is a movie from the eighties. <laughs> yes, <laughs> about kids who get Saturday school. <laughs> Saturday
2: school, and Just it was an island of misfit punishment. toys sort of a mishmash of characters. Right. <laughs> yes, it's yeah. very good.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about the album uh, coming out. Uh, Fly comes out uh, October fourteenth. Um, we talked about um, the date. Uh, when it comes up but what is the underlying theme of the album fly
2: oh gosh um well the idea of flying or flight um, is interwoven throughout the album I use the word fly in three different songs Um, it also uh, evokes my sort of resurgence of of me finding my wings again when it comes to being a songwriter and the the newfound energy I have to performing um i also like the idea of how um just things can fly did you there's a movie um that has a beautiful scene of a plastic grocery bag just kind of flying in the wind and it
1: it sounds familiar yeah
2: so just watching the leaves falling um, and flying in the wind is very um, emotional it, it triggers a variety of emotions mm-hmm. and the the song that we're gonna play from the recording um, here today I wrote it um, in an it, like, two years ago in October And I was watching how the leaves were changing and how autumn is not really, we don't stay still in autumn. During the season of autumn, we are moving, we are transitioning into winter, but it's beautiful. And I was really inspired about the beauty of letting go. And um, I compared it to letting go of a love relationship.
1: That's nice. <laughs> I did, autumn is it's my favorite time of year. Um, my wife is not a huge fan of autumn because of the transition into winter, what's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the cool air, the crisp air. I do, too. So flannel shirts and bonfires and apple cider, chili. I mean.
2: Yes. It- October it carries a lot of weight for me, being Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And it's my um, birthday. And it was my 40th birthday. That was my double mastectomy. Mm. So October is is kind of heavy. So I always try to, being the optimist that I am, I try to <laughs> see the positive things. Sure. Within the month of October. And so, yes, I, I've always loved autumn. Um, but for the past 14 years, it has felt different. Um, and it, I love now that I can uh, have long hair and I'm, I'm not good at vomiting anymore. I got
0: really good at it. <laughs> it's a skill. sure.
2: <laughs> but I've, I've lost that skill. Yeah, yeah. So, yep, autumn. And the, the beauty of letting things go.
1: What's your favorite part of autumn? Like if you had like a, the perfect autumn day,
2: mm-hmm. what would it be? It would be um, like 66 degrees, hiking in the forest among maples and and uh, birch trees and hiking and hiking and hearing my feet crunching on those leaves on the forest floor, um, being near water. Uh, and seeing the the sky reflecting in the water, and the just being among the beautiful golds and reds.
1: Are you a flannel jacket wearer? Yeah, person? I'm wearing
2: a pair of hiking pants right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> hiking—that's th- my life. Hiking, hiking, <laughs> and playing music or going to see music. Yes, my my children are uh, super independent now, so it's it's I I feel like a. Uh, I, and a new person. I don't quite have an empty nest, but
1: you're getting there. Yeah, yes, I'm yeah. practicing. Yes, yeah, they come back.
2: <laughs> oh, yes, my one did leave and come back. Yep. yep. And my youngest is a senior in high school.
1: Okay. Yes. Yeah, we're we're living the third comeback of one of our kids. One of them hasn't moved out yet. Uh huh. And the other one has moved back a few times, nice. but that's be, you know in between years of college, and now they're done with college and saving money
2: yes so, that's great yeah it's really good so
1: yeah they they leave and come back
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah i like that
1: it's like just r- right about the time you start missing them they come back mm-hmm. so
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then right about the time you're ready for them to leave they leave and then you go where are you going <laughs> yeah wait i was just getting used to this right yeah, yeah. so um now you have a show tonight
2: Oh, yes, yes. Um, last night I was in Grand Rapids mm-hmm. um, at Rapids Brewing Company. And then tonight I'm at Wasso's Concert Cafe in Duluth. And this is the weekend that kicks off my Fly album release tour. I'm touring all over the state of Minnesota for the next couple of months.
1: And you are from Northern Minnesota originally? I'm correct? from
2: the Twin Cities. You're I went to Twin Cooper City. High okay. School in Robbinsdale District. Okay. Um, I went to Moorhead State University okay in um, Minnesota but I was raised by educators so my summers were spent up north um, in the arrowhead among the the trees and in the waters so I feel like I'm half northern Minnesota half <laughs> Twin Cities
1: <laughs> right do you have a favorite northern Minnesota location
2: oh the whole arrowhead
1: yeah 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 it's nice up there I love it up yep.
2: there yes
1: I don't remember. So I, I know I've, I've been to Lutzen. I should remember oh. Lutzen. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really remember Lutzen. So I always tell people the m- n- most northern part that I've ever gone is Two Harbors. Cause oh. I've been there recently a few times great. now. Yes. And I love Two Harbors. It's great, great place. Betty's Pies is up there. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to re-adventuring up, yes, <laughs> past the two whole harbors. North Shore.
2: The yeah. whole North Shore is great hiking on the Superior Hiking Trail, camping in the state parks. Um, I love to go on canoe trips. Uh, it, it's beautiful. I love it up there.
1: Yeah, and you realize once you get up to like Two Harbors, what's another hundred miles to Canada?
2: Right, right, exactly. You're that
1: close. Then Might you can as well see the, the, the High
2: Falls of the Pigeon River. Is yeah, do it.
1: Yeah. Yep. That's that you're getting permission right now from Katie Testman to go up north, uh, but wait until after this show is over, and then go see Katie in Duluth, and then keep yes, going. Yes,
0: everybody's so. welcome.
2: Yep.
1: <laughs> How many stops are you making on the on your tour?
2: Um, I think it's about a dozen. Okay. Yep. It includes Aiken and Northfield, Saint um, Joseph. Um, And even out west uh, of of Minneapolis, Chaska and Shakopee and Excelsior.
1: Okay. So you're kind of hitting a lot of different areas. Yes. North, south, little west. Yep. Any plans on going uh, back to Moorhead to play?
2: My friend um, lives in Fargo, and he's like, are you going to come? Oh, I don't know yet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're getting there.
2: We're getting there. We're getting there.
1: Have you played Fargo ever?
2: No, I haven't. I-94 is not really a fun road to travel on
1: no it really isn't Mm -mm. there's nothing to see yeah too many trucks a couple turkeys out there now
2: yeah so
1: i went to fargo a couple years ago and was surprised at the amount of dead turkeys on the side of the road (laughs) so i was like that isn't a roadkill you don't usually see very often no Um, but
2: the fun thing is to see like the um turkey vultures and the eagles picking away at them yeah Mm -hmm. that's
1: true um i don't know how long it's been since you've been to fargo or, or whatever but i know when i was there a couple of years ago i was expecting like the sidewalks to be rolled up at nine o'clock and that wasn't the case it was one in the morning and there was still like seven bars yep. extremely loud mm-hmm. playing music different types of music one bar had punk music one bar had rock music one bar had like electronic music and then there was a the singer songwriters in another bar and i think there were out of the seven bars i think Six of them were acts from the Twin Cities. So.
2: Oh yeah, that's that is really cool. Yeah, Fargo has changed a lot since I was in college there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my older son Louis, he we did look up, look at NDSU, okay. and he considered going there, but I didn't like the idea of him going up ninety four because he had, would have his own car and he wanted to come home. Right. And, and now he's home for good. He went to Duluth for a semester. Oh okay. And then came home. Yeah. And now he's the guitar player in my band. <laughs>
1: Was that, uh, did you demand that or was he just, something that just happened?
2: I started booking shows and I said, did you want to play with me? Yeah. Oh. And then the (laughs) mom-son duo is so much fun. Um, I wanted him to, to come and be part of this interview, but it didn't work out with his schedule.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, he
2: is playing with me. He played with me last night in Grand Rapids and he'll be playing with me in Duluth um, the majority of my tour, it will either be the mom-son duo or the full band, Katie Tessman and the Turnbuckles. And so this song that we're going to play, it features my whole band, um, Kelly Lima on drums, Tom Lear on bass, um, and then Louis, my son, Louis Tessman Stanek. I call him Sweet Lou. He <laughs> plays um, slide guitar.
1: Oh, and very good. And
2: then um, Justin Jacobson, a songwriter, part of the challenge, he plays pedal steel in the song.
1: Yep, and I see you have Jillian Ray on there as well. Yes, um, she plays on
2: my song Vines. Yep, uh, Nikki my- Lemire. Yep, p- um, sings backing vocals. Her harmonies are stellar, um, and then harp. She lays down harp beautifully. Yeah. And then Michael Koppelman, the producer of the album, he dabbles his magic in almost all the songs, <laughs> whether it be some acoustic guitar or keyboards or um, backing vocals. And he helped with arrangements of um, a couple of the songs that really made them come to life.
1: Yeah. Now, Nikki is a busy person.
2: Yes, Nikki Lemire is very busy. Right. I... Because she is so good.
1: Yes. So she plays the harp. So I saw her, we saw her at uh, the State Fair with the Fox Gloves. Oh, yeah. And then I found out, so when we went to the International Treasures, when I had Doyle and Ted on, they said, oh, yeah, she plays harp in our group, too. And I'm like, okay, you know, and now she's on your album as well, you know. And then um, I can't remember who I was talking to at the International Treasures release party, but they were saying she's in like five different groups you know, as a mom and does, you yep. know, is just super busy, but is always got her harp with her and it's playing everywhere. Yes. So.
2: Oh, she is amazingly talented. And she is um, sings backing vocals for Mae Simpson Band. Um, right. That was the other one. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then the Josh Cleveland Band. She uh, co writes some of the songs, sings lead on some of the songs, and then plays keyboards in that. And it was um, my song, Hero Now Crowned that I um, was our first collaboration together. Okay. And she added so much glitter to the song. I knew that I wanted to continue my collaboration with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was so much fun when this summer, when she had sessions at Michael's studio for my project, I got to babysit her three daughters. <laughs> oh, it was so much fun. They are great, great human beings. Which means the parents are fantastic, yeah. Nikki's got a very supportive husband who is also very creative, uh, excellent guitar player and songwriter. Nice, mm-hmm. very good. Mm-hmm.
1: So, all right. So let's listen to some music. We're gonna listen to we're gonna listen to "Kiss Me" from. The album, um, and then when we come back, I want to talk about that. But before we do that, uh, tell us where our listeners can find you online. Tell us your social medias, your Great. your website, everything.
2: My website is katie.testman.com. I spell Katie with a Y, K-A-T-Y, um, T-E-S-S-M-A-N. Um, I spelled Katie with a Y before Katy Perry did.
1: Oh. See, just you, a few
2: years before.
1: Yeah, we'll give you the credit. Yeah, yeah. You, you deserve it.
2: Katie um, Instagram, Katie Music, um, YouTube. I think it's just Tesman, And then my Facebook is um, Our Mama is a Beautiful Garden. And um, I have probably 50 subscribers. So I would love a 52nd subscriber (laughs) on my YouTube. Right. That would be super cool. Gotta have it. Once you get to 1,000 subscribers, you get a couple of dimes maybe when you have a stream. Yes. Um, And I'm going to be selling a variety of merchandise, and that is a great way to support me. So uh, visit my website store and see what I've got.
1: All right. Are you on Bandcamp at all?
2: I, yes, Ed, that's that's my story okay. at right. Bandcamp. Yeah, people can um, purchase my my. I, I released five singles before this new album, um, so there's a bunch of different things that people can listen to. My most recent song that I released was a co-write with Ted Heineshevitz Okay, called Lords of the Water.
1: Yeah, all right, all right. So let's listen to uh, "Kiss Me" from our guest Katie Tessman, and uh, off the new album Fly. And then when we come back, Katie's going to play her guitar live on the show. You're listening to The 945 Show on Frogtown Community Radio.
0: The forest has turned to gold, and it won't hold. But it's time to let go I want you, to shut up and kiss me. I have grown accustomed to your face, and your embrace is what I'm
1: That was Kiss Me by our guest, Katie Tessman, on the 945 show. We're going to get into that song in just a little bit. Uh, But Katie's going to play some music for us, um, and I will have her introduce the music to us. Uh, We're going to turn things over. So ladies and gentlemen, Katie Tessman.
2: Thanks, Mike. I'm going to play uh, the debut single off my new album, Fly, and um, it's called Vines,
0: I can knock it down, cut it back, I can try But it will always reach for the sky Searching and longing, demanding to fly But most times it leads to goodbye. Mumbling and fumbling, mangled and tangled. Mumbling and fumbling, mangled and tangled. It falls hard when it hits the ground Breaking free from where it was bound Does love choose or is it simply found Because it keeps coming around, mumbling and fumbling, mangled and tangled, mumbling and fumbling, mangled and tangled. Fumbling, mangled, and tangled. Mumbling and fumbling, mangled, and tangled. Relentless, determined, twisted, and tough. Connected persistent oh love mumbling and fumbling mangled and tangled mumbling and fumbling mangled and tangled mumbling and fumbling mangled Tangled. Mumbling and fumbling Mangled and tangled I can knock it down Cut it back I can try Well, I don't know
2: about you, but I have an author crush on Emily Dickinson. And we don't know a whole lot about her. Uh, We knew through her poetry that she did not want to be famous. Um, Luckily for us, her sister published her poetry after Emily passed away. And um, I'm sure she's shocked that we're talking about her in the year 2023 in St. Paul, Minnesota, but Emily Dickinson could string together words in the most artistic, beautiful way. Um, It's so inspiring. So this song I wrote with her in mind as if she is telling this story. Um, It was a songwriting challenge prompt. Uh, Summer of 2022, The prompt was a photograph of John Prine. And uh, the International Treasures wrote the song Wild, which I love. And oh, no, no, it wasn't Wild. It was Gimme Some More. It was Gimme Some More. That was their song for this prompt. And so this is my song. Um, I didn't, John Prine is so inspiring, there's no way that I could write a, a song as good as John Prine. So I kind of went off course a little bit and wanted to sing of her poetry like Emily Dickinson. And um, those of you who are fans of her words, you may catch some of her poems strung through this song. It's called Nobody Knows Me.
0: I am nobody sitting under an What a dreary thing to be, to be somebody. I find joy watching the bumblebees. And then you, you walked in the room and I, I started to swoon. I said, no, nobody, nobody, nobody knows me. Alone. This is what I chose. Forever, I'm living in the nows. No one really knows. And then you, you walked in the room and I, I started to swoon. I said. Nobody, nobody, nobody knows me. Nobody, nobody knows me. Hope is a feather perches in the soul and sings. Who are you? Are you nobody too? Then we make quite the pair. We can travel to nowhere. Let's go in June. You walked in the room and I, I started to swoon. I said, No, nobody, nobody, nobody knows me. Nobody, nobody knows me. Nobody, nobody knows me. me."
1: Very good.
0: Hey, thank you. That was awesome. (laughs) Thank you.
1: I love it when people come in and play live. So, and then, you know, you play with your guitar, and then I just kind of imagine what it's going to be like. Live with everybody up there with you, right? Right,
2: right. That gives you a, an idea of what I sound like solo. Right. Um, but when my son plays with me, he we always make sure he's got long guitar leads. Mm-hmm. Um, he He's an amazing talent. I'm very lucky that he wants to play with his mom.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and then my whole band, um, the Turnbuckles, we, um, we have a, a full band sound. And that last song is more of the upbeat sound that I have. Um, where the first song I played is a little more melancholy. Sure. Thought-provoking.
1: Yeah, and before that we heard Kiss Me. Uh, Tell us a little bit about that song. Uh, What is it about, and uh, what was your inspiration behind writing that one?
2: Well, um, you know how Autumn has a beautiful show with the gold and orange and red leaves, and letting go can be dramatic, but also very beautiful and so the song is talking about a relationship coming to an end um, how the gravity pulls people apart um, but looking at the relationship feeling that you have um, grown and that you're a better person and you've learned a lot um, because of it Um, so there is beauty in moving on within your self-discovery. it's
1: mm-hmm. very nice. I like kind of turns this, uh show into like a behind the music episode yes. <laughs> from VH1. Yes. Yeah. So I like uh, like that you can explain a little bit behind the music and then play the song. I think it's a little different and a little bit more um, relatable, you know, instead of me hitting play on something, you know, so... And it gets you in the in the spirit too of playing the song. So
2: yeah, the recording of "Kiss Me" um, uh, showcases um, Lewis on slide guitar, and then Justin Jacobson on pedal steel, and the way that Michael Koppelman wove together those lead parts mm-hmm. really cool. And it. it, it if I were to analyze the song, it would be like the two people that the song is about. Um, The, the, the partnership that came together and then uh, the letting go of that partnership. Um, It's really, really interesting how those different tones of those strings playing is kind of like the heartstrings. Of the song. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And if you want to listen to any of those songs live, you go to the Astor Cafe on October 14th doors open at 7 p.m show starts at 7 it is the release show release party
2: yes it's yep our big release party it's a full my full band will be there nikki lemire will be an opening set um and then she'll be joining the the turnbuckles um, and doing her magic Along with um, my rest of my bandmates And then um, A closing set Will be by Rain Tribe Band And my son is also The lead guitar player In that band Nice And that's Michael Koppelman's band Him and his He and his brother um, Are the The masterminds Behind that Group And Michael Koppelman's 19 year old son is the new bass player Ooh. so it's going to have middle-aged men and young men <laughs> in the band it'll look a lot like katie tessman and the turnbuckles but they'll have one more young guy in sure it. Mm-hmm.
1: who came up with the name the turnbuckles
2: i did nice
1: what w- what was your inspiration behind that
2: well though? okay you know how a turnbuckle keeps things tight yep in a fence mostly Um, And I feel like my bandmates, when I'm on stage and I'm in the middle of a song, I am feeling loose and I need (laughs) folks, especially a rhythm section, to keep it tight. Sure. And um, that's what I feel like. And they're super supportive. And... Um, they're my net. If I fall back, my net is really um, has a very tight weave too. So they're the turnbuckles, (laughs) keeping me tight. Right?
1: Yeah, you need that. Yeah, up there, keeping it
0: together. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Now you were uh, during the International Treasures release show um, at the uh, Parkway. Um, They had the Love Choir come up, which was like an all-star choir. I'll say Uh, it was a lot of you up there. Were you having as much fun as as it looked like up there?
2: It was an honor to be part of the International Treasures Love Choir for the last three songs. Um, Mm -hmm. What a love fest that whole concert was. Mm -hmm. Um, The Parkway was filled with people who are in love with Ted Hinesiewicz and Doyle Turner's music. And um, yes, I got to... um, be with Sarah Morris on her mic and um Dan Rumsey and Joel Sachs we were the foursome on one mic and then there were um the uh Joey and Mark Severin with Matthew French and Amanda B Perry and then uh Ted and Doyle's wives Phyllis and Molly were on stage it was so fun and then but then the last song I had to go back and stand by Nikki Lemire who was playing harp and singing and Uh, oh it's just so much fun they write such great songs
1: yeah they have uh i think they've mastered like the harmony catching the great harmonies of all those. they're
2: definitely brothers from another mother
1: yeah exactly Mm -hmm. they get along like brothers i mean it's like they have known each other their whole lives
2: well i i you know did a song i recorded a co-wrote and recorded a song with ted Mm heinushevitz we went to high school together um, I'm a year older. And uh, so he, Ted is so easy to work with. And then um, I co wrote a song with Sean Schiff, and um, I recorded it as a duet with Doyle Turner, and that will be released um, early in 2024. So both Ted and Doyle are really great people to work with.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. There's like a really tight knit group from that Facebook It, it, group. it
2: is tight although it is loose because everybody is welcome right and i personally love curating showcases and um sometimes i turn to the people in the group and sometimes not because there are this minneapolis st paul community of musicians is huge
1: and giant
2: yes yes and so some of us know each other through the challenge and some of us know each other because we're instagram besties right like samantha grimes i love her i've never met her but i love her where she's not in the challenge right now maybe she was in the past but we're gonna do a show together with mother banjo in december yeah so
1: you're gonna love her she's the best yes
2: I love, and ellen stanley is so great and
1: yeah yeah you know speaking of people who get along you know that just meet each other yeah so samantha was on the show and it, it's like we were brothers and sisters we we're like best friends forever so, Yeah. Yes. so yes she
0: definitely has that vibe yeah mm-hmm. yeah
1: she's a lot of fun um but yeah exactly what you were saying it's it's, it's a tight-knit group but it's very open yes and there's too many musicians to like really have like that click you know like that
0: high school I agree it's
2: it, it could be incestuous but I don't think it is I don't feel like that right at all yeah and um the um 2023 my word for 2023 is share and my goal was to share musical experiences with as many people as possible so whether it's a showcase that I curated and invited different people, um, there wasn't enough opportunities. So I'm carrying that over into next year. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. There's it so many people
0: like I there's like there's to just, make music with.
1: Yeah, you're just going to run out of time every year, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because
1: somebody cool is always out there. Yes. You know. Yes. So and then unfortunately we keep losing venues, and I so know. The, yeah. the stage time keeps getting tighter and you know, people are fighting for stage time.
2: Yes, so. that's why the showcases are so great. Because right. then Annie Enneking and I could leave our bands behind and then do just, you know, solo acoustic sets together. Mm-hmm. And um, Taylor James Donsky and Emmy Woods and just there's so many people.
1: Yeah, and uh, I think we ha- I haven't seen a lot of it, but it, I hear people talking about it more like the mixed bills. Yes. You know, you get like a uh, hip-hop artist and then a punk rock and then... Oh you yeah, know, like a singer songwriter, somebody coming up. So, I'm hoping that becomes a thing uh, because I hear a lot of talk about it behind the scenes. I haven't really seen it yet. Maybe it's happening here and there, and I just don't see it. But mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think that would be a pretty interesting show to go to as well. It'd be a lot of fun because yes. you never know somebody who's really into punk might actually like a different style of music. Yes. So.
2: Yep. Absolutely. My my son, uh, Louis Stanicky. Uh, fronts a blues band
0: mm-hmm.
2: burning blue rain and he shares stages with other rock bands so you don't always have to have all, a whole blues night or a whole right. americana night yeah yeah
1: yeah throw in that heavy metal band once in a while
2: with, yes
1: you know with whatever you get with your polka music <laughs>
2: right <Exactly. laughs> that would be fun yeah that An would accordion
1: be. player followed by some death metal Oh, i so, go. Yeah. Yes. And I then, love going to shows. And then put the accordion in the death metal show. Absolutely. In uh-huh. the mason banjo. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. You got to do it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so what's uh, what's next for Katie Tesman on the horizon? Is there more music coming? Is there more books coming?
2: Well, um, working with Michael Koppelman was so wonderful. Um, we decided on these nine songs to have on the, this album But I have more, and he is encouraging me to write more songs, and we want to do some more co-writing. So definitely the idea of doing more recordings and sharing those with the world Mm. is on the horizon. No date clear. I'm a planner, but I'm planning to not have it planned.
1: That's amazing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's a big step for Katie Tussman, yes.
1: Is it hard for you to, like, Kind of not
2: plan it? Yep. Yeah. Um, I have time planned, like when I'm on trips. Okay, here is our window to be spontaneous. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you plan spontaneity. That's I awesome. Do. I do.
2: I do. But it's mindfulness of being, you know, letting that spontaneity happen. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, I have I've a goal to have a full band show um, at least once a month and we got something huge coming up in December that I okay. can't announce today
0: Ooh.
2: and then something in January and something in February so I'm excited about what the possibilities are for um sharing more music live
1: nice you know speaking of not being able to announce things I forgot to announce that kiss me this was the world debut on the radio.
2: It is so that
1: yes. that's a big deal. So I thank you very much for sharing that. Yes, thank you for debuting uh, it. Yes, and I love to make a big deal out of the fact that it was the world debut. It Was
2: the world debut? That's
1: right. Little community radio me. stations can even do world debuts. Absolutely. Global domination. Is
2: Pakistan, what we are. Brazil.
1: Well, it's it's everywhere. Portland, Maine. <laughs> Portland, Oregon. Yes. Yeah, we're getting all the coasts. So, <laughs> all right. Well, tell my listeners uh, or our listeners—they're not my listeners; they're everyone's listeners. Tell them how you, they can find you again online.
2: Yep. Uh, you will find me on your favorite social media platform, whether it be Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, my website is and um and then i hope to see folks at the astor cafe october 14th please stream my songs and favorite them it really helps these uh grassroots folks go and do that with everybody else that you know locally um and help raise each other up um it really helps and um if you can't come october 14th it's an all-ages show oh and um so, everybody's welcome. Um, but then I've got other shows coming up. So, check out my website.
1: Yeah. We always tell people on the show stream everywhere and then go buy. Yep. That's the best way to support independent yeah. music. Yeah. Especially here in the Twin Cities. And if
2: you have a new car with a new car stereo that doesn't play CDs, I have thumb drives for sale oh, in a medicine very nice. bottle because music heals and um, so you could buy my digital um, library and be able to just plug it into your car and keep it in your car it works great for road trips and
1: you're an electronic artist and you didn't even know it because a lot of synthwave artists do that
2: yeah it's because my mother was a media specialist <laughs> there you go
1: yes. <laughs> and you, you're into the marketing side of things and the
2: communication
1: side of things so it's got to happen right Right, right. <laughs> all right well katie thanks for coming in
0: thank I you so you very much
1: time out of your tour yeah to come down here
2: <laughs>
0: and
1: then go back up
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs>
1: anytime, right? Yeah, yeah, I
2: really appreciate your support and helping amplify um, all, the voice of my music and all everybody else locally. This is really great. Thank yeah, you.
1: Absolutely, anytime. Anytime you want to come back, you just... Give me an e, shoot me an email and you can come in you can even
2: co-host a show if you want oh that'd be really fun yeah
1: help me interview somebody or just when we do a show of a theme that week right well March is
2: um, women's History Month well there you go and I like to curate um, some sh- great shows so all right we well, can well let's do something some mm-hmm.
1: yes all right all right everybody thanks for joining us today on the 945 show on Frogtown community Radio. Uh, Have a great weekend, and we will see you next week.